We know about this portion very well to make the to minimize the time I will start from verse 16 So this is mentioned about the temptation and fall of man as we rightly said we are sinners God came or Jesus the father god sent his son jesus christ to this world to save us so let us see here what has happened and why we should be so after adam and eve sinned and god came to garden of eden and he was calling them where are you and they answered as a result of after that he cursed the serpent first then he came to woman Verse 16, to the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your consumption. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. These are all the four punishments. Then he turned to Adam. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and I have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Number one, Cursed is the ground for your sake. Number two, In soil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Three, Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you
we are today save his people from their sin before jesus christ could come to this world it was there was prophesying about thousands of years and also just before she could be he could be conceived the message came from heaven this is the message his name has to be jesus and he could save his people from their sin not only that even the paul the apostle says he is writing in first timothy chapter 1 verse 15 we have to turn to your bible just keep watch this verse this is the faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance that christ jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom i am chief so christ jesus came to this world to save the sinners only the sinners they need the savior so the first thing is christ came to the world to save sinners secondly jesus christ came into the world to seek and save the lost that's what the scripture says matthew chapter 18 verse 11 matthew chapter 18 these are all the scriptures words of Jesus Christ straight away to his disciples he said the son of man has come to save that which was lost which was lost who was lost as the forefathers were lost we were lost that is why the son of man has to come to this world in also in luke it says son of man has to come to seek and save to seek and save it is not we who chose him it is our god who chosen us so he is the one who seek and he found us that's why we are all here in this hall thirdly jesus christ came to this world to proclaim or preach the good news about the kingdom of god how could he save us as he came to this world as a human this is the way he came to preach or proclaim the good news about the kingdom of god to get us back to his fellow with him to fellowship with him to to the eternity jesus christ as came to preach that we can read in Matt Mark chapter 1 verse 38 Mark chapter 1 verse 38 but he said to them 
Let us go into the next town, that I may preach there also, because, because, for this purpose, I have come forth. Straight word, direct word from the Lord Jesus Christ. I have come to preach. Fourthly, Jesus Christ came to the world to call sinners to repentance. When he is preaching, preaching is no only not the completion. When he is preaching, he also calls the sinners to repentance. We are going to hear more about it in the coming weeks. We heard much about it. Very key words are reason why we should repent, how we should repent, what is the true repentance. Yesterday, in our intercessory prayers, we heard about it. So now, let us go to the scripture. Mark, chapter 2, verse 17. Mark, chapter 2, verse 17. When Jesus heard it, he said to them, those who are well have no need of your physician, but those who are sick, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus Christ, he says, I came not for the righteous, I came for the sinners to repentance. And also, when he started preaching, in Mark 4 verse, sorry, yeah, in Mark 4 verse 17. Mark 4 verse 17. From that time, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. This is the beginning of the gospel. Before Jesus Christ, John the Baptist preached, repent. When Jesus came, he preached, started preaching, repent, for the kingdom of God is near. Even after Jesus Christ, the disciples started preaching, repent, repent, repent. Why is that? Why is that? Today, is it very hard to hear such a message in the present world. Always, we hear, whenever you open the radio or the television, much about the prosperity, much about the love of God, much about the blessings of God, then, sin, repentance. Sin or repentance. So Jesus Christ, one of the purpose of Jesus came, came, came to this world is to preach the gospel. What is that? It is all about repentance. Let's move on. Fifthly, Jesus Christ came to serve. He said, Mark chapter 10, verse 45. These are all the key words. Why Jesus came to this world. We know the basic, but we also should encourage to know how, in what way, 
He did it because that is the same way, same thing is expected from us. What he did or what he left and he asked us to continue to do in our life, in our days, so that God's kingdom will be expanded. Amen? Jesus Christ came to serve. Mark 10 verse 45. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve. The modern preachers are always expecting people to serve. Sometimes we ourselves volunteered to serve them. Nothing wrong in that. But at the same time, it, when it continues, there is a possibility of any great man of God to fall. To have pride of himself. Who is the cause? Who is the reason for that? That is me. We may lifted him equal to God or elect to God, not anybody else. It is so and so. So they also, in the time goes on, they expect us to serve them. Jesus Christ humbled himself and took the form of a human to came to this world to serve us. Since he has served us, Today, we are his servants as well. Amen? Amen? Sixthly, Jesus Christ came to this world to be a light in the world. John 12, verse 46. To be a light in the world. What does it mean? We are in darkness. We were in darkness. That's why Jesus has to come to this world to be the light. John 12, verse 46. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. No more living in sinful life. No more living in darkness. The one who is living a sinful life is compared with the one who is living in darkness. That's why Jesus has to come to this world as a light. He came as a light. Today, we are the children of? Children of? Light. We are in the light. Amen? Because of Jesus Christ. Seventhly, Jesus Christ came to this world to do the will of the Father. Let us turn John 6.38 There are many scriptures. This is not the only thing that also I am mentioning. Few things we have chosen with the scriptures what Jesus said straight away as a statement to his disciples. John 6.38 For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me. Who has sent him? God the Father sent him throughout his life on this earth. He was very much concerned and very particular of doing only the will of the Father. So the lesson for us is, we too 
or always expected to do the will of God in our life. Not according to our will, according to the will of someone else. Since we have accepted Christ in our life as a Lord and Savior, it is also expected to do the will of God in our life in all things. 8. Jesus Christ came to reveal the Father. To reveal the Father. Not only came to do the will of God, the Father, He also came to reveal the Father to the mankind. Matthew 11, 27. Matthew 11, 27. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father. Nor does any know the Father except the Son. And the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him. Also Jesus said in John 14, 9, Jesus said to them, he who has seen me has seen the Father. When the disciples asked him, show the Father, he said, who has seen me has seen the Father. We meditate on this later. So you know, Jesus Christ came to this world to reveal the Father to us. Nine. Jesus Christ came to this world to die on the cross. John 12, 27. John 12, 27. Now, my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? That is, Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. When the days are closing, nearing for his crucifixion, he said this, I have come to die. So before coming to this world, he knew that he will die. And also the form of his death is known to him. So for us, the understanding is, Jesus Christ came to this world to die on the cross. Tenth, Jesus Christ came to the world to fulfill the law. Matthew 5, 17. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophet. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill the law. The modern teaching always about the grace. We are in the grace. We are in the grace. Forget about the laws. Why the laws are given? Laws are given to us for our safety. For an example, there are many laws in this country. One of the very common laws when we are walking on the road, there are laws in the road. You have to drive left. You, 
and uh, you have to stop your signal. If you think I'm, I cannot, why the laws are there for our safety, for our life? In the same way, the law is given to Moses to for safety of the people. So we immediately take Old Testament past, we are in the New Testament. New Testament is we are under grace, not under the law. But Jesus said, I have not come to destroy the law. I have come to fulfill the law. Let us aware of the true teaching, the gospel of the word. This is not the word of someone else. This is the straightforward word from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. That is the purpose he came to this world. Amen? Do you believe this word? Amen. Eleventh. That is our promise of this year. Jesus Christ came to this world that we might have the abundant life. John 10, 10. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Because of Jesus Christ who came to this world before 2000 years ago, we are now blessed abundantly. We are now blessed abundantly. If we are blessed, say amen to that. From the beginning of the year, God is speaking to us and encouraging us, time to time, remind us that we all of us are blessed abundantly because of His grace. Amen? Let us not forget. I always used to say, whatever we have in the present world or in the day-to-day living, it is not everything what you ask for him. What you are asking is only the little, the minor thing, tiny thing. Without you asking, God has blessed us abundantly. The very air what you breathe, it is from him. Did you pray for it? Did you thank for it? When you look at all each and everything and thanking God, definitely you will rejoice. Your life become very light. You will not feel that you are very difficulty in our day-to-day living. None of the things will near you. When you have a thankful heart unto the Lord, all the time, for whatever you receive it, search for it. Look at the world. Look at the people. What are the difficulties they are going through? Sometimes even in our place, there are three days, there is no water. People are just carrying even the plastic bags, they are going around. They are walking for a long distance. In this country it has happened. But by the grace of God, none of the days I lack water. I have water. Full of water. So in that way, there are many people. You just imagine if there is no water for two, three, three days, more than three days. Imagine. So God has given us and blessed us abundantly. And we have to thank God for that. Because Jesus Christ came to this world, we have abundant life. In all things, even to hear the word in this place, it is a blessed part of blessing. 
part of the abundance blessing. Amen? Twelve. Jesus Christ came to put away sin. It is always related with what you are shared. Hebrew 9 verse 26 B says, Now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. So Jesus Christ came to put away sin from the world, from us. 1 John 3, 5 says, You know that he appeared in order to take away sin. And 1 John 29 says, sorry, John 1, 29 says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This was John. So many more scriptures say how, why Jesus came just to take away sin from us or from the world. Thirteen, Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus Christ came to this world to destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3, 8. 1 John 3, 8. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. Hebrew 2, 14. Hebrew chapter 2, verse 14. Only as a human being could he die, and only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. John 12, 31 Now the judgment is upon this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. That was in the days of Jesus Christ. He said in the last days that the devil will be put off, destroyed, cast out. John 14, 30 for the ruler of the world is coming, and he has nothing in me. So there are many more. So the, as a summary, the 14th, 13th reason is, Jesus Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. After our forefathers, or our grandfathers, or Adam and Eve's sin, in the world is under the rulership of the enemy, the devil. And that is why, even till today, it is in his hand. We are living as a sinner. And the world, the full of the world, the people, most of them all, live in sin. Even yesterday when you heard. And we too, even though we are believers, we are born again, accepted Christ in our life, we are saved. As long as we are in the physical body, there will be a sin in us, knowingly or unknowingly. May not be sin, but without you knowing, there will be a sin in us. We do commit sin, but always repentance is there for us to go to the Lord all the time to ask for his forgiveness. So the rest of the things are there. 
and uh, that is not the portion for today you are going to hear about it so today what is the purpose of christ came to this world let us go in detail about why jesus came how jesus came to reveal the father john 14 verse 9 as i said jesus said to him he who has seen me has seen the father we read this truth in john 1:18 the bible says no one has seen god at any time hebrew 1:3 tells us hebrew 1:3 tells us that christ is the express image of the person of god god is in great spirit he is invisible he cannot be seen with our physical eyes some people may have asked the question what is god is like one of the way we can know something about the nature of god is to look at jesus that's what he said as he was on the earth jesus came so that we limited human beings might be able to see god and so that we might better know what is is like in the old testament sign as all of you know god was not seen physically by anyone else god was in the form of spirit god was among the people once in a while with the selected people he appeared and he used to speak and he is not with everybody that's why we know very well in the time of the old testament god was among the people in the time of jesus christ god was with the people in the form of jesus christ and he was with the people but now we are very much privileged because god is in us god is not among us not only among us not only with us god is in us if we believe you say amen to that why god is in us that is the purpose you know much more about it you will come to hear in the days to come but let us confidently believe that god is in us always to take care of us to reveal the truth to us convict us correct us comforters encouragers teachers many more things because he is in us the word was made in the in the first john we john first chapter we know the word was made flesh and it dwelt among us even since the birth of jesus christ nearly 20 centuries ago we have been able to see the glory of god in israel generation after generation of the people look for the messiah soon after adam and eve were di- driven from the garden of eden they look for the promised redeemer that all we know that is the history they were looking for the messiah to come because they know very well they believed what has happened in the garden of eden that's why they are looking for the messiah to deliver them and then one night nearly 2000 years ago god stepped out of the frame of the universe and appeared on the earth 
as a person of Jesus Christ. That is what we celebrate as a Christmas. The first day Jesus came to this world in the form of human. Because of this, the eternal God had not been seen by mortal eyes. Even the world testament patriots did not see God in their real essence, but only in the angelic form. Jesus came to this world in, on this earth so that we might learn to know better how God is like. So Jesus Christ came to this world not only to do the will of the Father, he came to reveal the Father to us. So even though we are not in his time as he was on this earth, but we know Jesus came to this world. That is what we believe in. Amen? We believe in he has come and he also gone and he is going to come. Anyhow, the message for us is he came to reveal the Father. Secondly, let us some, think about something about Jesus came to put away sin. How is it? And why it is? All humans have sinned. It is not we who sin. We sin because we are born sinners. Because we are, since we are sinners, we sin. It is not by we, come in, we are sinners because we do sin. <coughs> Every one of us has fallen short of the standards which God demands. And our sin places a separation between us and God. The gulf between us and God is so wide. Sin cannot near him. Because we born as a sinner, knowingly, we are not close with our God. God is far from us. Our God is the Holy God. And the gulf between, uh, between us and God is uh, so wide. And the separation is so great. And uh, none of us, by our own efforts, to abide to close it. The gap between God and us, we cannot close it. Or none of us can close the gap by to others as well. Many seem to think the gulf between the sinful humans and the holy God can be closed by a good work. People used to do, or other religions believe in that, doing good. And if you say many prayers, or giving many homes, or make a pilgrimage to some holy places, all these things somehow supposed to erase the sinness of guilt in you to little while for yourself. But that is not the right thing and that is not the only thing. In that way, it will never be come closer or make a connect with God. You cannot come closer with God. There is a penalty for disobedience. And no amount of carefulness afterwards will atone for the past disobedience. If we fall short of God's standard on Monday, we cannot or never erase the guilt by walking straight on Tuesday, Wednesday, or rest of the all other days. No person can erase his own guilt, and neither can any other human being erase it for him. Sin is sin. No one can take it away from us. All human beings need a savior. 
no matter how upright and sincere they are. The Apostle John declares that Jesus Christ was manifested to take away our sins. 1 John 3, 5. The word take away simply means that he removes the guilt and punishment of sin by paying a price. Jesus Christ came to pay the price for our sins. That is why he takes away the sin. So the angel said to Joseph that he shall bring forth a son that you shall call his name Jesus for he save his people from their sins. That's what we read in Matthew 121. God did not become a man merely to teach as to live. He did not come just to teach. And Christ did not come to the world primarily to perform miracles. Jesus came to this world primarily to journey towards the cross. And Jesus' death on the cross was an act by which he made it possible for us to be delivered from the dominion of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of the beloved Son. That what we read in Colossians 1.13. We talk about much if our knowledge is just thinking that if, I, if some of you could have asked, okay, one, two, three, what is the purpose of Jesus came to this world? Some of you could have mentioned that Jesus came to preach the gospel. That is not the end. Jesus, some of them, even in these days, is very much prevail among the understanding of the believers. Jesus came to do the miracle. No. He did not come to perform the miracle. The miracles are just to support the gospel. He did not come only to perform the miracles on this earth. Today we give much importance to the miracles than the gospel, than the repentance, than the sin, than the forgetting about the ultimate purpose of our living as a Christian living or sitting in this place to make heaven. The ultimate purpose of God, came, Jesus came to this world is to save us, to take us back to fellowship with him, to live with him forever. Not for the time on this earth. Our time on this earth is given to us to prepare ourselves, which we lost. We are not by our, lost by ourselves. We are lost because of our forefathers. What was lost? In the ancient days, even from our forefathers or our grandfathers of Adam and Eve, it was restored in the time of Jesus Christ. That is why he came as a way. He came to show the way. That's why he said that, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. So Jesus Christ, when he came, he knew. It is not only preaching. It is not only performing miracles. He knew very well. He is going to die. That also on the cross. Through the cross. Paying the price for our sake. So that our sin will be removed. He paid the price for us. One more thing we can sing. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. As I said. We read in 1 John 3, 8. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. This message is just a sentence full of a new t uh, uh, good news for us. Because... The devil is a murderer and a liar. 
the bible says he is a lawless and deceitful and alienated from god he blinds the truth he promotes selfishness jealousy cruelty but the bible says jesus christ christ came to this world to destroy the devil the works of the devil i'm sorry because of the time better i wind up now because we have a communion so this just a few verses i will read for you james 1:13 to 15 you can just note down romans 13:12 and also ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 as a conclusion of our message one of the reason jesus came to the world earth was to destroy the works of the devil and nothing that devil has ever done is too or for jesus to undo or to remove it whatever the devil doing on this earth none of the things are difficult for our lord jesus christ to destroy it amen amen if you are find yourself living under the power of the devil's grip remember that jesus christ came to set us free whatever the bondage you are bound with jesus christ came to set us free if you will surrender your life to him he will loosen the grip of satan as over you and set you free from the bondage of sin he will give you power to more and more to live a new life or new kind of life on this earth jesus christ was manifested on this earth that he might set people free from the works of the devil shall we close our eyes look to the lord just recollect what god has spoken to us for a moment what is the purpose of christ came to this world he came to save us he came to set us free he came to destroy the works of the devil he came to reveal the father to us he gave us the abundance life too if any one of us think that we are bound with sin it's a time for you to confess before him so that the lord will forgive us as the table is kept before us it is the right time for us to examine ourselves if we have any unforgiven sin in us if we feel that you are bound with anything else any of the bondages of this world any of the sin of this world jesus christ came to set us free just confess before him
he is near to you he is in you pray unto him god to set you free so that you will come and take part in this table as lord list praise the heavenly father once again our heart full thanks unto you thank you for your word thank you for the time that you given us thank you lord for spoken to us you know once again we thank you for the table that you kept before us lord we pray that you will give us the grace as you set us free lord from our sins from all kinds of bondages lord bless us bless the wine and the bread which was kept before us sanctify it lord as we are going to take part in this table coming together in union remembering lord you are good works lord you are sacrifices you are death you are burial you are the resurrection and you are coming it reminds us that you are coming as soon o oh father it will remind us that we should proclaim your word on this earth it will remind us to remember your deliverance in our lives o oh father it reminds us that we are here to proclaim your good news to this world lord we are always expecting your coming as you are make sure of your come to this world is for us help us to understand and anticipate your coming in the days to come in jesus precious name we pray let's go to the lord in the lord's table let me read you portion of the scripture so that we will go to the lord lord's table just verse from verse 27 this was the instruction given by the lord's supper when you are going to take let me as a summary when you are going to take the lord's table first of all it is a commandment it is a commandment from the lord and it is the ordinance of the church and it is followed from the new testament time and it is also to remember the death burial resurrection and coming of the lord and it is also reminder for us to proclaim the good news and we cannot come if we have a guilt in us if we have a guilt in us you have to as the lord pray unto him and get assurance from him so this table is prepared for the children of god those who are given our life given their life unto them and obey the lord into what is a baptism so if you are do so you are free to come amen let's go to the lord in table this is father once again we thank you even though we are running short of the time we cannot go to the world dear father forgive us lord if you have done anything against you or against your word forgive us in this moment as you are going to take part in this table give us the grace lord bless each and every one of us when we take in in our life we lord the blessings of jesus christ will be imparted in our lives of father so we will we will live a life which will please you and which will glorify you in jesus name we pray
from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Father, we give you thanks. The one reason for which you have come is to do the will of the Father. God and everything else is encompassed in that. We give you thanks, O oh God, that you came to do the will of the Father. God, and we give you thanks for making us your children. And as many of us as have partaken of this bread and of this wine, God, we are privileged to have an inheritance in heaven, an inheritance that cannot fade away. Thank you, Father, for the fullness of atonement, for the fullness of justification, for the fullness of righteousness, for the fullness of sanctification, for the fullness of your divine presence, for the fullness of victory in the blood of Christ, for the fullness of the defeat of the work of the devil, for the fullness of life in Christ Jesus, for the fullness of abundance life, which comes through the blood of Jesus, the fullness of triumph through the ascension of Christ, and the fullness of hope through his return. We give you thanks, Father. The fullness of blessing shall go with us this week and forever in Jesus' name. As we have partaken of this, God, we have received strength unto our inner man. And God, this strength shall propel us to live as Christians in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you for abundance of pardon. Thank you, God, for the regeneration in the blood of Jesus. As we depart, O oh God, dismiss us in peace. Father, as for your servant, you use today more of your grace. The fullness and abundance be upon him as well in Jesus' name. As we gather again, God, we will gather as believers, saints, one in accord in your presence. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God our Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit Rest and abide with us all now and forevermore. Amen. And surely His goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Grace abundantly. Abundant grace. Amen.